is good, good people. A uh, long time no chat. I missed y'all. I missed sharing my journey to get Juju. But we back in it. Ain't nothing changed. Life continues and um, the journey continues always. I have been missing an MIA for a while. There's been a lot of changes and shifts in my life. And I want to share with my listeners. Um, Unfortunately, some circumstances throughout my marriage has caused me and my wife to want a divorce. So I am currently going through a divorce and it is... Um, marriage is such an amazing thing it's such a beautiful thing but it can also be um, such a challenging thing maybe one of the hardest things that you enter into in life and I, I don't walk away from my divorce being bitter I'm grateful for the opportunity I've had to be with Tiffany and, and the memories we've shared the adventures we shared and it's unfortunate but we you know, I, I, I want to just be clear, like, I'm not out bashing her, because if I don't hate her, I want no one, anyone else to hate her. It's just we don't have the same vision of life as a family together, raising kids. And, you know, we can't execute that mission if both of our missions are in a different direction. You know, they both align. So, unfortunately, that's what I'm going through. And leading up to this, anytime I would get into an argument with her, and I felt like she might say, oh, you know, you need to get your stuff and get out. Fear used to, you know, still drive, be a driving force in my life. So I was holding on because of fear and holding on because of doubt within myself that I was incapable of doing it as a single father. But your boy is here and he's getting ready to do everything that God is willing for me. Um, it's been such a challenging moment leading up to this. I've gone through different roller coasters of, of emotions and challenges that have led me here. Um, I guess I, should, I let me speak back to on the experience that I had. Um, first of all, first and foremost, thank you, God. Shout out to God for always beating the odds of life against me, for helping me, for putting me in this place of surrender, for for guiding me through this. In the midst, in the middle of the storm, I feel peace, true peace, true tranquility that only God can provide. So to my father in heaven, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for guiding me. Thank you. Continue to put your blessings and hands on me and comfort me through this period of time where in most lives, this is the most challenging time. And for me, it's been the most faith building time, faith building time for me been a real testimony of what God is doing and how he's working in my life. Um, It's been a really uh, weird experience leading up to it. I think I'm just going to share, you know, I've shared it before that um, my drinking and my smoking and my addiction, even sexual addiction has been part of my issues that I've had in the past. And it was, it really did get in the way of my marriage too. And part of the calamity that caused some failure in that area was I just, you know, when I was frustrated, whether it be even married, children, whatever it is, my coping mechanism has always been drinking, always been smoking, always been um, self-destruction. And it's been something that I've always recognized 
I could see it, but I couldn't face it, and I, I couldn't get rid of it. I couldn't get rid of it. All the books I had read, all the videos I've watched, all the motivational speeches I've heard, all these different ideas and techniques that people have used, nothing has ever worked. Like, honestly, I can say that. And it, it had kept going on until maybe about a month ago before things were already on the rocks with me and her. And I had gone out. I had gone out with some friends. And I went out and I got drunk. And in the middle of me being drunk, I'd, I'd even punch somebody that night. Which is not like me because, you know, I mean, it takes a lot to push me there. But I'd already, I'd knock some dude out and I just wasn't myself. And I remember we ended up in the hot springs. I remember being there drunk and just really in the midst of being drunk, like kind of sober-minded and analyzing what I did that night and just looking around at the people around me. It's almost like I didn't hear a voice, but I felt a presence of God that said that this, this isn't for you anymore. I have a greater plan for you. I have something greater for you. You have to, you have to commit to surrender this life because it is not for you and it was weird but I just thought you know I was still drinking and by the end of the night I was like oh you know I was just a feeling the next day I kept on feeling this feeling that's not for you anymore those those mornings waking up like that that's not for you anymore you don't have to do that no more that that's not your style that's not what you do that's not the juju that's not the journey that I, I want you on I kept feeling that message and I just went about like, okay, God, I've been working. I've been trying to go to church again. I'm trying to do what's right. Or tell me what I need to do. And I don't know what he did to me, y'all. I don't know what he did, but God is a good God. I have never felt his hand of healing upon me, like taking my urges to drink, smoke, and do all the stuff I've ever used to do with coping, he just took it away. He literally just took those urges away from me. Away from me. And I felt like an instant peace when I when I said to myself, okay, I won't do it. I won't do it anymore, but I'll do what you want me to. That's what I was saying in my head. I don't I won't do it anymore. It's not because it's just doing it, because I made these promises to myself, but I'll do what you tell me. And instantly, I, I just been feeling this peace. And after that night, it was like Monday, Tuesday. I just kept on feeling this peace. Like this, like God's love was just pouring into my every being. Like, a, like I was secure. I was safe. All the things that you worry as a human. Am I safe? Am I secure? Am I financially stable? Am I all this? All those things, I felt 100% confidence. I was walking in a place that I would never walk before I kept on trying to, I kept on trying to, like, deny it in a sense, but it just kept coming to me. And I, it was the spirit. It was the spirit of God trying to tell me, like, it's, it's over, bro. You, I got you now. Like, you don't have to do that no more. You don't have to try to test me. You don't have to test yourself. Like, you're on our side. Come be with your team where you belong. And I felt just, like, peace throughout the week, and, and I just... 
kept on wanting to tell my wife, but I know it was on the rocks already because I had gone out that weekend. And I was like, I can't even. And when I every time I tried this year, like, it never... I, I want to tell her, like, hey, I got to talk to you. She's like, I'm on the phone with my friend. So it was almost like she it was the door was never open for me to tell her but i was experiencing this this revelation that had, that happened to me that was real it's the stuff that you people be you know they've shared the testimony god removed that from you i always hear that and i'm like okay uh, 10 days later you started like the doubt has always been in with in me to like doubt other people's story when they say that like it sounds so fictional like it sounds so out of this world it sounds like something that could happen in another planet but not here but that's what happened i was feeling i was one of those people now and all my urges were removed from me all my those things that have caused so much chaos in my life and trauma i, I didn't I, I, I didn't feel that i didn't even want it and it wasn't until later that week i think it might have been friday or saturday or might even be Monday, the next following Monday. I came home to an empty home. And after even feeling all this peace and all this serenity and the spirit of God on me. I came home and I called and I was like, where are you? She's like, I'm at my mom's house. I'm at my mom's house. I'm with, I'm taking the kids. It's over. I don't want to work this out. I don't think it's just going to work. We've been going, mind you, we've been going to counseling. We've gone all through these things. And right then, at that very moment, the old Juju would have been like, F this, F you. I knew I should just doubt. I, with the calmness of the Spirit of God, I swear to y'all, I was calm. I accepted what had happened. I, I knew that God in that very moment would help me just like he helped me all week. And then just like he took all those things that if he was capable of doing that, that if that's what I had to accept, what was going to happen in the next next phase of my life. Oh, yeah, it hurt me. But the faith that, that he had me and the trust that I had in him is what got me through that very phone call. It wasn't like I'm not going to argue with you. I wasn't going to try to, you know, manipulate you to come back to me, which is part of what I've done before. And I just I just was so at peace with understanding that this might be what's best, you know, for her to leave me. Because a lot of things we agreed upon, for me, a lot of things I was always irritated was the way we were raising our kids and things that were happening in the home. And for her, it wasn't that big of a deal because she was used to that life and I wasn't. And it would never fall in line with what I think a family should be and just raising my son this was probably the best and the more I analyzed the more God was telling me like you got to do this you, you're gonna be all right like I got you and I, I just felt like that was a very eye-opening experience where you really start to like to do the God trust fall like God you gonna catch me yeah he did and now and then you got to see what's next like and I've just been walking with him since, praying every day, thanking him every morning, thanking him from like the bottom of my heart, like in every part of my being for like making me like feel this comfort, feel this peace, this peace I could not experience on my own. I couldn't even experience taking any substance 
what kind of peace I'm feeling. It's like he's guiding me. He's leading me. And it just makes me want to follow his will for me. Not even my will, not my goal, but what? What you got for me? Because if you can do that for me in that very moment through that phone call and through understanding and patience and, and guiding me to get to this point, I got this. And literally, most of the time, this phone call would have caused me to want to drink. Get back at her. Go do something stupid like cheat or something. Replace that hurt with other kinds of hurt. That's how I've been operating. That's my operation system. Hurt me, hurt you. Hurt, hurt, hurt. And it wasn't until I started realizing that God didn't want me to hurt. God's plan, didn't. he didn't want that for me. And that it was really between my choice with whether or not I want to follow him and what type of peace I was going to experience. And it just, man, it just propelled me to fall deeper into love, in love with God. Deeper into trust with him deeper into building a stronger connection than the one I had already experienced, which was a, a true revelation to me. Not only that God does, God has always existed to me, but that I have a direct relationship with him, that his hands of protection are actually in my life. It was amazing. And it still is. It is a, it's a driving force that's helping me get through this process. Helping me to see good in, in everything, even in this, you know. I look at the times that I didn't spend with my son, and now I get to have him on my own. She's still, you know, my ex-wife is listening. I don't even know how to call her right now. But my wife is still is living at her mom's house during the duration of me finding a place. And I'm getting ready to move into a place this week. I've been running around preparing myself God's been helping me prepare myself to be that single father to be the father that my son needs Josiah needs a good father he needs a good example he needs a godly example and if it wasn't uh, for God I don't know that I could have been able to step up to the plate the way I have been I'm getting ready to move in my own place I signed the lease. I move in. Your boy was worried about my criminal background being an issue. My credit is horrible. Hallelujah. It needs some prayers. Y'all pray for my credit. But they made it. I got the apartment. I was like, no, they're not going to give it to me. Boom. Got it. Another testament of God. Another testimony of God's working in me, working for me and helping me through this. When I doubted that I was going to get that apartment, boom, it came in. Not only that, that it came in, but I good enough credit score that your boy didn't only have to put anything down i just put down a hundred dollars because that's only for good credit score people but apparently your boy got it so it's not me it's god because i wouldn't have i already i was already down but making those moves because i was trying to follow his lead for me and he keeps leading me all week long uh, leading up to these weeks. So I've had, what, two weeks to prepare to move into a property? I've been getting blessings after blessings. I've been buying stuff off a of marketplace on Facebook. Y'all, if y'all don't know, that's the best hookup right now. It's like a swap meet but every, at everybody's house. Swap meet prices, and it's good stuff. And I've been getting, there's been places I've been, I've, I comment, I let them know that I'm a single father trying to get, I've had things that just given to me. Like, they just said, don't worry about paying. I'm like, what? I already got the cash I showed him the cash. He's like, don't worry about it. So it's just a real repeat after repeat 
of what God's capable of doing for me. And I ain't nobody special, y'all. If you heard my podcast, there ain't nothing special about me. Nothing separates me from you. There's nothing. I'm, there's nothing special about me. If anything, I probably got... I've always down on myself because I always feel like I shoot myself in the foot a lot of times in my life. So I know that God is is there and he's there to love us the way he's been loving on me. And I, man, I thank God. Thank you, God. You are so good. You are so good. You've been good to me, good to my pockets. My job's been like super supportive. I've been so, I, was, I know I was listening to the devil. Because in times like this, I would never tell my company. I never tell people at work what I was going through because I'm like, y'all need to mind your business, you know, which is halfway true. We live in a world that don't want to mind their business. But I I felt like if I tell my boss, because there might be a day where I might, all of this might hit me one day. Like I moved out, I'm on my own and I might need like, you know, a mental health day. And I told her and my boss, who I do not care for as a human being. I mean, I, I care that she's God's child, but that's about it. Like, no respect, no nothing. But she was so empathetic with my situation. Um, and even cried, like, shed one tear. I was like, this is not you. This ain't you, then. Because this got to be God. Because I never had seen the compassionate person until, I, until the day I told her that. She's like, whatever you need. You want to work late? You can work late. You know, you you can work as much overtime as you need during this time. So I keep thinking like, dang, God, like you making, you giving me doors open to, to get work more hours, to get more money, to buy more stuff for Saya. And I'm trying, not trying not to take anything from my son. Like, I don't want to, I want to leave the house with the stuff that I came in with and and leave the things for my son because I want to just start all over but it's a hard step because I got what two weeks to build a whole new home but guess what God helped me God made it possible I'm still waking up at 345 he put some good people in my life oh God blessing me with some good people in my life and I thank you God because I wouldn't made it without them all you angels out there that know me that have been standing by my side, that have said prayers on my behalf, I love you. I love you like you wouldn't even know. And thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your thoughts. If you thought about me once and said, man, I hope Jesus is okay. Man, hallelujah, holla back. I love you, man. I love y'all. And it's just, I'm just here to just, this episode is just to big up on God and what he's doing in my life that he can do it in yours and no matter no matter what like it wasn't until I truly surrendered and I pray for this surrender every day God surrender let let me follow your will for me take over the steering wheel because I know I can drive good for a little while but when it gets dark outside and it gets dark in my life I'm a fail I can't drive like you take over the wheel I want to look back on this divorce through a rearview mirror and say, man, I made it through that life, through that, through that highway of divorce because through God, because I let him take over that steering wheel. I let him guide me and I trust him and I want him to always drive. Because when you, when somebody else drives, guess what? As a passenger, you get the benefits of resting. You get that peace. You can knock out, sleep, sleep, good sleep, just knock out. Because God's got the will. 
and it just it feels better it, it it works better everything about it has just been working for me even spending the time with my son the time that I have with him one on one have been really more effective for me as a parent than it was being with my ex I can actually structure him you know when she's not around I get to do the things that I do and he listens oh my gosh this boy is good it's like he this boy is like, he got his acting when he see his mom actor when he see me he know what's up we ain't playing but he's so cute y'all I can't describe how cute my son is you know he is it's just a true blessing and just makes me want to push to be the dad and I'm grateful for God for this calling of fatherhood it literally is the most life-changing and it gives you more direction to know that he's put you placed you in charge of someone one of his children and it means a lot to me and I take that with uh with with the highest respect with and, and wanting to honor him and honor my son and doing what's right and spending him spending quality time with him He's been so sweet. The things that I didn't get from him when we were around, like, with his mom, it's like, it's weird how, and I've been praying for him because I know there's, there was a time that my first night actually with him where his mom wasn't around, he was grinding his teeth at night. And I was like, why is he grinding his teeth? I've never heard that. And then I had to Google it. When I Googled it, it said children uh, grind their teeth at night when they have high stress, high anxiety. So it just broke my heart knowing that he knew what was going on leading up, just seeing us in different places that, that he was processing it too. And if you're a father, you know, if you're a mother, you know, there's nothing that's going to hurt you like your children being hurt. And I've just been praying and working on all my relationship with him. I, even, I pray with him every morning, with him every night that I'm with him, with him before every meal so we can understand that prayer will always be a part of our upbringing. You know, I want him, I want him, I want good things for him. And I just can't speak enough about how good God's been. And I won't stop. You know, those people that are like, oh, everything they talk about is God. Yep. Actually, I'm okay with that. I used to, I used to get on my nerves too, but that's all right. Because everything you're hearing now is nonsense. And let somebody talk about God because what? He's working. And he's alive and well. And if you are listening, he is with you. He is, he is more powerful than anyone you've ever known. Any book you ever read. And he can do miracles. I see it in my life. At this very moment, I am part of a miracle. I'm transitioning through a miracle and, and then on to the next blessing that's what I keep pushing I keep holding on I, I will continue to work hard I'm not excited about hitting these stairs because I'm on the third floor of my apartment God bless. so it's going to be a workout but he's preparing a way for me and he's also preparing a way for you if you've been on the fence about doing it man please just I I'm begging you to like listen to what I'm telling you. Listen to the tone of my voice when I say this. God loves you. He loves us all. And he is trying to get through those walls, pull those urges, those troubles, those worries, those challenges, those 
walls that the world tells you you can't get, you, you're not going to overcome, I can do it. I can do all things through God. He, he is amazing. And I just want to leave you that with leave that with you, my brothers and sisters out there, you know. You're listening to this podcast. Might be going through a storm, might be coming out of a storm, might see the storm coming ahead. Put your faith in God. Let God's will happen in your life. Surrender to his will. Allow that peace to enter into your life. Because it's the greatest peace of all. I'll leave with I'll leave that with you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Y'all boy changes life. I'm doing well. <laughs> Love y'all. Peace out. Let's go.